0: Hello everybody, welcome to another edition of the Planet Pumask podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mix, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about the game against DC United in DC. So, D.C. is actually like about 10 hours, like a 10 hour drive from where I live. So, if I had a little bit, if I had more, better planning, I probably could have already went to go see them. I actually went to D.C. a couple years ago, just for fun, with me and a couple of friends, and uh, it was a lot of fun. But anyway, I digress. In this game, we beat D.C. United 3-0. 3-0, and we topped the group of the League's Cup Tournament. Oh my gosh, this is so great to hear and see. I don't know how many of you actually watched the game, but I watched the game, um, I think, pretty much from start to finish, and it was a really good game. I think it's been a really long time since our team has been in comfortable uh, control of the game, possession, and, ha- and dominated the game, not just in the scoreline, but in, in the pitch and the statistics as well, I think. Excuse me. And this was a really good all-rounded game. I'm not going to lie to you guys. This was really good all around performance. We needed to win this game to be able to um to to qualify to the next round and that's exactly what we did. It was a great victory by our team. It sucks for Montreal. Tough luck for them. They were celebrating like they won the World Cup when they beat us on penalties, but now they finished last in their in our group. <laughs> so sucks to suck, I guess. Um but anyway, not and jokes aside, you know, GG GG Montreal. <laughs> maybe next year but anyway um not only did pumas win but um us as a league did really well not 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 just pumas but other teams did really well to to to, um get one over our um neighbors from the north or yeah so it was really nice to see you and in the stadium you saw a bunch of people with the mexican flag mexican jersey and some people had jerseys from other teams even i even saw a few america fans in the stands and celebrating i think too as well which is nice to see um I don't know when this whole um, shift happened where I remember before it used to be as in if America played against some MLS team or some other team like from South America, I always wanted America to lose even if they were Mexican. But now it seems like that dynamic has shifted and people have matured a little more. It's not life or death anymore with sports. I mean, some people still treat it kind of like that, but you know. You know, it's, it's it's a sports game. It's It serves to entertain you and it serves to, um, you know, relieve some stress. And if you're going out there to fight and pick fights and be really stupid with this type of stuff, you know, you can stay at home. But anyway, yeah, it was a really good atmosphere. I mean, D.C. is really lovely. I don't know if any of you have been, but there's so much to do. Um, and it seems like there was a lot of Mexican fans over there as well. So really the whole atmosphere kind of felt like a little slice of home for most Mexicans. I know that a lot of uh, Mexican-Americans, they don't often get to go to Mexico very often. I mean, it is every now and again, but um, very rarely do we get to go see um, some of our favorite teams play. You know, we're so far away from home that it's really nice to see um, the support that – that so many here in the States uh, bring to their teams, not just Pumas, but Mexico and all of the other Liga MX teams. So yeah, it was a really great atmosphere. You really felt like we could win this game. Um, And I said it before, and I said it again, and I'll say it again against DC, but against Montreal, we should have been favorites, and we should have beat them comfortably. And here, we don't miss a beat. Um, We beat DC United comfortably. And it's really good for us. We avoid Philadelphia, which has just come from beating two of our... um, Mexican counterparts, uh, ba- basically by three goals or more. Um, so they, they've been in really good form. And, and I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to avoid um, the most informed team if we, can, uh, if we can help it. Our next rivals, is Querétaro. Um, Querétaro beat Tijuana in an upset against, uh, against Tijuana. It was really surprising to see Querétaro win. I really thought that we were going to face Tijuana. But uh, Querétaro came out with the win. And um, now we're facing them hopefully we can beat them and progress um yeah let's get into the to the to the highlights of the game so um the game started off with um oh by the way before I get started that game against that game Cruz Azul played against um what was it Atlanta United for some reason 2DN thought it was a good idea to keep playing that game, even though the Pumas game was already going. So while I was watching the game, or I thought I was watching the game, I would see a split screen, and then once Rasul went to penalties, which I had to sit through, by the way, because I I couldn't miss the game. Um, Yeah, for some reason, they thought it was a good idea to to play that game, even though uh, the Pumas game was already starting. uh, Maybe they could broadcast it on a different channel. I don't know. But that was kind of annoying, but whatever. Anyway, Cesar Huerta... Uh, scored um a nice goal kind of what we're we've seen from him a lot you know where he he drives down from the left-hand side and then cuts inside and then hits it home and scores This time I had a little bit of help from the goalkeeper Bono. I think that's his name. Um, And up to the lead-up, I heard a lot of good things about Bono. I heard he was a really good player, a really good um, goalkeeper. He had a a couple of good saves, but that one totally was on him. And then I don't think he really had all the best of games, to be honest. And it could just be circumstantial. He could be really good, but today just wasn't his game. And I'm actually kind of relieved to hear that it wasn't his game, because from what I was hearing, I thought he was going to be um, coming out like Neuer, like sometimes these teams that we face, depending, um, sometimes these players, these teams start playing great football and their goalkeeper becomes Buffon, Casillas, Neuer, whoever, and we can't get anything past them. So it's nice to see that for once luck played on in our favor. Really good. Um, really good goal from Enchino Huerta had a lot of help from Bono though, but really the, the and Chino That looked for it and fought for it. And he did really well. He's really starting to cement himself as a starter in this team. And starting to cement himself as a regular player. Um, and, you know, I've always thought that he's got a lot of grit, a lot of determination. He's really pacey. He's really skillful. He's really explosive. But he needs that end product. He needs to start scoring or assisting more often. I think scoring would probably do him a little better. So it's nice to see that he's doing. And I don't really see any any way that he uh, loses that starting spot. On the left-hand side, I I just don't see it anymore. I I think that's his to to be. And I think that uh, if he keeps this up, uh, we could have another player going to Europe. So don't be too surprised if uh, Chino keeps this up and he's gone before we know it. And then the second goal came by our Brazilian tank, Nathan Silva. It was a really nice uh, set piece from the corner kick, um, Caicedo. Caicedo. Just heads it across, or not really heads it across, but he was at his near post, and he heads it enough to uh, change the trajectory of the ball. And then um, Nathan Silva was so, he was alone. There was no one there. There was no one marking him. He just walked in by himself, basically. He probably could have walked it in, but he clicked it a little bit, and he scored his our second goal. And I think his first goal, uh, his first official goal with the team, really good really good and then we went to halftime this is really good and we were leading at halftime i felt really good about this you know i was like this looks like this could be um a goliza you know we could we could beat these guys really bad that's what it started to feel like so the um the second half gets gets onwards and um gabriel fernandez who scored in our last game against uh, fin- philadelphia he scores a nice solo goal um rugalcava i think is the one who passes it to him but um i mean Uh, Gabriel El Toro Fernandez was against maybe two or three defenders. I'm pretty sure it was two, but he takes it all the way I mean credit to him his physical ability his pace and his awareness Knowing that there was no one following him and this was all going to be him He takes it all the way He goes to the to the on the right hand side and he gets uh two players on him bono comes out to try to stop it but he Kicks it in on the left hand corner of the net and he scores a beautiful goal And this is amazing um it's really good to see that Juan Ignacio Dineno's, um competition is scoring and really putting in that pressure. It's always really good to have that internal competition so that all these players raise their levels and don't get complacent. So after that, it was pretty much done and dusted. I mean, there were a few things here and there, but I mean, literally... It was, it was done. It was done. It, it was put to bed. It was, nothing else really happened. I mean, it was just really nice to see this team win so well. And honestly, um, as a Mexican, it feels so good to beat MLS teams after that, um, after that horrible display against uh, Montreal. It always does me good to beat um, MLS teams, especially at, at their home stadiums. So that was really good. So um, yeah, that's basically the summary of the game. Let's go into the lineups. So uh, the lineup for Pumas was a, um, what I thought looked like a 4 2 one Alcala in the goalkeeping position. Lisandro Magallan and Nathan Silva in the center back. Excuse me. Pablo Benevendo as the right back. And Adrián Alrete, our captain, as the left back so let's go down to the goalkeeper first um the goalkeeper uh Gilakala, he looked pretty good there was a couple of instances where i thought he didn't come out uh the be- the best i think there was a corner kick where he just kind of ran out and got a fingertips of the ball enough to be able to take it off course and that was all right but that was a little risky as well i felt that 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 didn't bring too much security i didn't feel too secure i was like oh my gosh he's coming out for the ball hopefully he doesn't miss thankfully he didn't um but yeah pretty good he kept a clean sheet i'm curious to see if uh, gil alcalá is going to keep playing the league's cup tournament or if julio gonzalez is going to take his spot <clears throat> we'll have to see how that progresses and then pablo benemendo i think probably um probably one of the worst players in the pitch and not saying something i mean i don't think he was terrible I, don't think, I think everybody in this team today um performed really well i think he did well enough to um to uh, warrant uh, a victory from our side so he did relatively well i I think he was probably the worst out of everybody on the pitch but all things considered he was pretty good um i really want to see pablo monroy uh can't wait till he comes back he's recovering from an injury and he should be back relatively soon so yeah nathan silva what can i say what a signing this is looking to be I mean, he was a wall in defense and he scored, you know, on a set piece, which is what we want from our defenders, from our tall, big defenders, you know, for them to be a physical presence in the box of our opposing team and score. That was really good, really good, good game from him all around. A great partnership with Licha, too. I mean, and Marayan did really well, too. I mean, he, he did really well. Uh, I mean, this this uh, this center back pairing... Promises a lot. If these two can get going, we are going to be unstoppable. I mean, anyways, on the center back pairing, I mean, the left back and the right back, as long as we get those right, those will do. But these two center backs, these two center backs are looking like a great center, like a great partnership. And I'm sorry to Arturo Ortiz, but it looks like he may have lost his spot. These players were not cheap at all. And I think if Turko Mohamed brought both of these players to come into the club, I'm obviously sure that they're going to build a lot of internal competition, but I think that eventually they're going to end up starting week in and week out. So we'll have to see how some of these players respond to that. Adrián Aldrete, our captain, surprisingly a really good game from him. Still kind of eh, suspect in defense. It really cost him a lot to, to track back, but he actually played decently well. I was surprised by that. He did really well. I mean, it was a pleasant surprise. Ulises Rivas... Um, also did really well. I'm sorry. Let me get into the, the, the two in midfield here. So it's Jose Caicedo and Ulises Rivas in the midfield. Um, and Ulises Rivas played really well. I think along with Pablo Benavento, um, he didn't do as good, but he still did relatively well. I felt, I think he had more defensive duties this time around instead of going all out attack. I think he definitely helped out Jose Caicedo a lot. So re- really good game from him. Um, I'm, I'm really, I'm pleasantly surprised as well. Jose Caicedo. Oh my gosh. What a player this guy looks to be. He's still super young. I think he's only 20 years old. Colombian. He is a tank in that midfield. He is a destroyer. He does everything so well. He is going to be another one that if he keeps like this, we might not have him for very long. He may go off to Europe. Um, But this guy, my guy, what a player. Jesus. This guy was everywhere. He destroys... He attacks, he does everything. Jeez. Um, what a good player. Jorge Rubalcaba um, and Eduardo Salvio and Cesar Huerta uh, were the were the three in midfield behind Gabriel Fernandez. Jorge Rubalcaba did really well playing off the right-hand side, a position that we don't normally see him in besides a few times. He played really well, I felt. Eduardo Salvio played really well as well as um, a cam I think he did really well. I think he was really explosive. And I think he showed today why he, if he is on his day, the rest of the team around him is going to perform because he has so much talent. He is so versatile and he has so much experience that if he kicks on really well, the whole team around him is going to do really well. Cesar Huerta. What can I say? Explosive, dynamic, I mean, he is not scared to dribble past his man. He is go- he does everything and anything. He's very skillful. He's very silky. He is like I don't know. He's so good on the ball and he he's 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 just good. He's very good. I think that he he's probably going to have a call up to the Mexican national team in his future and if he continues like this, he might be off to Europe as well. Great game from him. Gabriel El Toro Fernandez was our lone striker. What a game for this guy. I mean, round of applause for this guy. He scored in our last game. He scored in this game. And if he keeps it up, he may be, end up being our starting striker. Who knows? What a great game for this guy. I mean, he did everything. He was everywhere on the map, it seemed like. He he, he dropped down. He defended. He's a little different than Juan Ignacio Lineno. Um I think El Toro can play and and do things a little differently than than Dinero does. He's not so reliant on his teammates and I think that you kind of saw that in his goal, his solo goal kind of. Um but you saw that there and um and he 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 seems to be a really good signing. I was really worried about his scoring frequency, but I mean, what is it? Two goals in your first two games. The first one wasn't even a starter. And now he starts and he scores again. Wow. That's really good. Really good signing. This is looking out to be. It's early days, so we don't know how this is going to turn out yet. But from what I saw today, if we can keep in this form, we are going to do very well. Um, so that was pretty much it for the game. Really good game. Uh, we got some praise from Wayne Rooney as well, which is nice to see. Um, a legend of the game. So it's good to see that. Now, on to some other news, some more bittersweet news. I don't know if any of you are aware. But uh, Jorge Rubalcaba is going to the Belgian league, uh, Standard Liege. And um, this is going to be, I think, from what my understanding is, it's a permanent transfer. And Bumas um, does facilitate the um, the departure. So we're not charging crazy money for him to leave. But we are keeping a very important percentage of his card. Um, so, this is something that a lot of South American teams do. They sell their yo- young prospects very young and at a very reasonable price, but they keep a very large percentage of that player's card. And when they sell, and when that European team sells that player in hopes of a bigger team, they get a bit, pretty big cash out. I think you saw a little bit of that with Enzo Fernandez. When I was following him, he was in uh, River, River Plate. And then he went to Benfica. And then he went to Chelsea for a hundred and some million euros or dollars or whatever. It doesn't matter. But River Plate probably got a nice payout on that. That's really good. And I often think that that's what we should do here in Mexico as well. We should definitely look to facilitate the departures of some of our young players and then keep an port- important percentage of their uh, card in a hopes that they kick on and they do really well and then they move to a big team and command a bigger transfer fee and then we get paid. So, yeah, he's gone. He's gone to Standard Liège in the Belgian League, which is a really good league to develop, I feel like. Uh, all the best to him. A lot of people don't consider him our youth academy player, but I consider him to be one of us. I feel like he is one of us, and he is going to do very well, and I wish him the best. I mean, honestly, it sucks that we have to leave a good player like this. I mean, he was really starting to kick on here, and um, yeah, it's unfortunate that he had to leave um, at this point in time, but um, some people were saying that he wasn't ready, that he needed another tournament. I don't really agree with that. he can go as as young as he wants. Um, I honestly think that we should be sending some of these players even younger, and then they can develop up there, you know. But being bilingual, I bet that's going to help him as well. Um, but yeah, he's gone to there. Now we're going to be looking for a couple signings. Um, one, I think, is going to be in midfield, and I think we're probably going to go in for a winger. Now that Nicolás Freire is gone, we have an extra spot for a foreigner. So I think we'll probably invest that in midfield. And then... I don't know if we're going to replace Rubalcaba. I think we are. Um, there's a few players in the academy that can maybe do the job that he's doing, but um, that's yet to be seen. And I don't know if we want to throw him into that type of fire yet. Yeah. Really good. Um, but, yeah, congratulations to him. Um, this could have been the last time we've – and I'm, I'm almost certain that this is the last time for a while anyway that we've seen Jorge Rubalcaba in the Puma shirt. Um, but yeah, bittersweet, bittersweet, but thank you. But but it's it's good for our – for our star boy here to go out and, and do his thing and ball out. Hopefully he does really well. But yeah. Anyway, um, the next game is against Queretaro, like I already mentioned. Um, I think this is a game that we should, um, in theory, win. So I'm hoping that we can come away with a victory and advance to the next round, and who knows what we can do from there, right? But yeah, really excited about the victory. Uh, it's been a really long time since I've seen this team play like this so comfortably um, holding on to a lead and um, dominating our rivals so well. And uh, DC United is a pretty historical team in the MLS, so it's always good to beat them as well. But yeah, I mean, that's all I've got for you guys today. Enjoy that victory, um, and also enjoy the fact that we've exported another player to Europe. First was Johan Vasquez um, not too long ago, and now it's Jorge Rubalcaba. And who knows, with the way El Chino and Caicedo have been playing... I wouldn't be surprised if we see a couple more leaving. And uh, hopefully we can start being a mass production for some of these players and just keep popping them out, popping them out one by one. You know, that'd be great. Uh, But anyway, that's it for me, guys. It's been your boy, Migs. I hope you enjoyed this edition of the podcast. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at Planet underscore Pumas. I post some content there as well. But thank you guys so much for for listening. Uh, I'll catch you guys in the next one. Peace out.